0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And laying at the door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table, dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by the angels to the bosom of Abraham, the rich man also died and was buried. And from the nether world where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime while Lazarus likewise received what was bad, but now he is comforted here whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, O Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes and tells them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. I'd like to focus on the the gospel reading about this story and... For the kids here, there's a little painting up here you can look at. I'm not going to talk about it, but uh, the man on the right is the poor man named Lazarus, and he's out with the puppy dogs, and the rich man is towards the left. Jesus, today, kids, wants to make sure that all of you have big hearts that share your toys with your siblings and friends, And that you are good boys and girls. So hopefully you can do that today in a special way to make Jesus happy. For the adults in the room, this parable seems so straightforward. There's a rich man who eats well. And there's this poor, sad man outside. Two different lives and they die. And in the afterlife, they have two very different destinies. It seems like there's not a whole lot more to it, but if you were to go back in time and listen to this on the lips of Jesus as a Jewish person, it would have really got you worried. And I'll explain why. The rich man here, it says he dines sumptuously every day. And the translation uh, which you lose a little bit of it. It's, it's basically he's holding a banquet for himself every day. That's a lot of food for himself. If you ever go to a banquet or a wedding feast, there's always lots of extra food. And what do you do with the leftovers? You, you immediately share them. This man had a, a poor man outside his gate lying there, and it seems his whole life he never once gave him anything. This rich man was very selfish. Now, for a listener at the time of Jesus, they would have understood the poor man differently than we do because we think of a person with open sores who is lying in the dirt and you just want to help them or at least get some way to take care of them and you have compassion on them. But for a Jewish person, someone who had open sores was ritually impure. You weren't allowed in the temple if you had open sores. And sorry for the dog lovers here, but in the time of Jesus, dogs licking you probably wasn't considered a good thing either. And so, in the time of Jesus, someone who is suffering an illness or poverty would also have been understood to be being punished by God because obviously they've done something wrong. So when Jesus talks about the rich man and the poor man, and he says the poor man who's ritually impure, who's being punished by God, at least in their mind, he's the one who gets to go to heaven, and the rich man doesn't. And the rich man did nothing to break the commandments, and that's what would be so alarming. If you think of the Ten Commandments, the rich man, there's nothing that Jesus says that indicates he did anything wrong. He probably kept holy the Sabbath. He didn't Uh, dishonor his parents, he didn't lie or or cheat or steal or murder and he kept the letter of the law. And yet in the end, despite being a child of Abraham, he doesn't gain heaven. That would have made the Pharisees a little upset because they were keeping for sure the letter of the law. And this might have been even a little bit more powerful because this is the only time Jesus gives a parable where he he actually gives a name for someone. So we don't really know if this is a parable or a true story in the time of Jesus. Maybe Lazarus had just passed away and everyone knew about him. And Jesus, whose God would also know what their afterlife destiny would be. And so this sort of story, parable, what you will, if we read it today, it should also cause us a little bit uh, worry, because it's not so much the things we do in life, perhaps, as it is the reasons why we do what we do. It's probably more to do with our heart. The rich man kept the letter of the law, but he was absolutely selfish. Selfish which meant he only cared about himself he only wanted himself so when he stood before god god said to him i will grant you what you wish an eternity of being alone with yourself heaven is to be with god to not be in heaven is to not be with god and that is not a good place to be And so when we think about our Christian morality and following the rules, you could say, it's not really enough to be following the letter of the law. Sin in its ultimate meaning isn't just breaking the rules. We have rules for so many things in our society, right? Speed limits, how and when to pay your taxes, don't litter, put your trash here, do this or that. And someone who's littering and breaking the rules, I'm not saying you should do that, right? But to say, oh, that's sinful, is to cheapen what it means to be sinful. To be selfish is a destructive behavior that hurts you and hurts your family and everyone around you. It's not a good thing. It's not just breaking the rules. Even when we think about our Christian rules to follow. Like go to church on Sunday. It's not really written like that in the catechism. Enter into a building on Sunday. No, it's worship God on Sunday. That might not be just enough to to show up. And I'm not, you know, saying that about anything or anyone specifically. But God is always seeing the heart. So let us. Perhaps today ask our Lord for the grace to be able to understand where our heart is. How does God see my heart? That's a tough question perhaps to ask. Kids today, your little toys that you have, even some of you probably have them in the pews with you. Jesus is asking you to be a good Christian boy or girl. To love with a big heart. I hope you can do that today. And that would make Jesus really happy. And for the rest of us here, let us make sure that we have Christian hearts that always are seeking the good, the true, and the beautiful. That's what's going to change our very selfish world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.